Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Time to catch up with the president and general manager of the Chattanooga Red Wolves in USL League One, Sean McDaniel, for another soccer down here 1v1. Sean, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, thank you, as always, John. I appreciate it. All right. So first question, and this is the, the leadoff question that I have for all of these situations when we're catching up with folks as we're getting ready for 2022. What did Chattanooga Red Wolves learn about itself as a franchise? And you can take this however you want, on the field, off the field combined. What did Chattanooga learn about itself last year? Well, I think probably the biggest on the field takeaway, John, was how close we really came to you know, winning the championship. Uh, the first year of the club to make the playoffs, you know, we just we finished season three. It was Coach Oblade's second year. And, you know, it, it really allowed him to, to put together a roster of, of players that he really wanted. And I think we were just, just a little bit short at the end from a player personnel. So, again, on the field, uh, to, to get to where we did with what we had showed us exactly just, just a little bit more that we have to, to, to do to, to be able to, you know, raise the, the trophy here in Chattanooga. Off the field, uh, everything's still surrounded by this great venue, CHI Memorial Stadium. And each, each year, uh, actually each month really at this point, new stuff goes up and around it. So when you talk about serving the community and serving the fan at a Chattanooga Red Bulls game, um, it just gets a little bit better than the game before. So then, since you've breached the topic, I'll go ahead and ask, for those that haven't had the chance to drive past as they're either heading into the state of Georgia, north into the state of Tennessee, and, part, and parts beyond, what's the development been like there at CHI Memorial? Jason and I got the chance to come up and hang out with you a little bit during the, the 2021 calendar year, but what's it been like here in the offseason as we're heading to 22? I think what people would now start to notice, John, beyond just what's going on in and around inside the stadium is what's going on around the stadium. The first round of the residential buildings are now going up. Um, we'll see some, some new buildings emerging from the ground that 
really are the, the bigger part of the entire development. And then with the stadium itself, you know, we, we have the Sky Suites, the executive club completed. We, we continue to, to build out the rest of the infrastructure and um, probably the most noticeable difference is the ability for, for the fans to experience not just soccer, but other events in, in this great venue uh, in a way that really isn't experienced anywhere around the city. And I would argue even in the region. And that's mostly through our executive club, our sky suites, our food and beverage offerings, all the things that you, you really have to, to provide and offer to a fan base to keep them coming back. And at the same time, it's part of what we're seeing in cities all around. It's the three-dimensional development. It's not just a stadium anymore. It's about an experience. It's about possibly even being anchored in there as a tenant and, and as someone who lives in that area. I think that this is key to, to growth in lesser leagues. I mean, we see it in minor league baseball. We're seeing it in USL League One in multiple cities, Chattanooga and Statesboro. And I think that it's key to development in a lot of these cases to make sure that the stadium isn't dormant when games aren't going on. It's a great point. And you're exactly right. It's, it's live, work, play. That's the whole, uh, you know, mantra or dogma when it comes to professional sports. And that's really one of the things I like about the USL. I mean, they clearly have recognized and charted their course towards not just great soccer and entertaining sports, but the real estate piece that comes with running and operating a true professional organization. And when you, when you have the venue and when you have the environment and you can manage and, and control that, it really, it really opens up a whole economic segment that, you know, in the old days never existed. It really was about, let's get the cheapest land we can find and plunk a stadium on it. And that's completely gone the other way. It's, hey, let's build something really incredible and draw people here where they can live, work, and play. So you mentioned dogma and mantra. So if there is a dogma slash mantra for Chattanooga Red Wolves in 2022, have you figured out what it is as we're three weeks into the calendar year yet? Win the championship. Uh, that's that's uh, when it comes down to it, it's still about that. It's still about doing something in a city that hasn't been done before. And to lift the trophy to win USL League One championship is and always remains to be the number one uh, piece when it comes to the sporting event. We, we love that we put on a great show. We love that we have a great venue, but we really are trying to win this thing. And I, I think Coach Oblade has put together a very good roster to do that. And at the same time, there are a lot of familiar faces. I mean, you, you go from the end of the season in 2021, you look at the transactions page for, for those that like to perhaps still look at the, the physical newspaper on the sports section. We always grew up with the transactions section at the back. If you look and you see Chattanooga Red Wolves, there are a lot of familiar faces that have come back. The continuity, I think, is key heading into 2022. Yeah, and it's so important, particularly as League One has now established themselves. We're all going into our fourth year. There's a, a good understanding of what, what level, what type of player, what is it going to take to have success on the field? So, you know, you're exactly right. Last year's roster really has converted into a, uh, a this year's roster and fill in the pieces that just where we fell a little short last year. 
So when you look at USL League One, I know that a couple of weeks ago there were the the owners meetings and the, the league meetings and things like that. You know, you can spill some state secrets if you want. But going into those meetings, I, I guess, what are some of your takeaways from that that fans can look at when it comes to coming out of 21 and into 22? What were some of your big takeaways from those, from those league meetings that we might want to know about? So I think there's a couple. I, I, I love their expansion vision, and I think it's very realistic. And to the point you made earlier, it isn't just expanding with new teams. It's expanding with new stadiums, new real estate. It, it's really the, the full package and really their projection of what they anticipate having in League One, uh, even into next season, 2023, is pretty, not just ambitious, but pretty robust. And I, I think that's probably the number one thing we see is the growth of League One uh, isn't about just throwing a bunch of teams in there to have teams, but like-minded ownership and individuals who are all doing the same thing the Red Bulls are doing. And I, I think that's important. And the other piece, of course, is you know, the, the USL's intention to create some sort of promotion and relegation. Uh, they have the teams and the infrastructure to do it. And I, I think we're going to have some very exciting news and announcements unfolding, certainly as we go into the World Cup this year and into the World Cup when it hits the North American shores uh, in four years. And at the same time, you know, you, you mentioned growth. And I think that one of the, the key tenets that will make League One successful down the line is the idea of the regionalization aspect. Because, I mean, last time I checked, uh, you can fly out of Tyson Field, but a direct flight to, say, a Madison, Wisconsin, or, or an Omaha, Nebraska, or a Tucson, Arizona, isn't the easiest thing on the cards when you're flying out of Chattanooga. And I think that you have the regionalization with the southeastern footprint and the idea that you can have more teams in your area. I think it helps you out on the field with the, the rivalry aspect, but it also helps you financially where you're not dropping $11 billion having to fly from one end of the world to the other so you can have some matches. I think it's probably the most critical element of the USL's growth is the footprint of the regions. For everything you just said, uh, we still are trying to run and operate a very profitable enterprise. And if it's chewed up by big travel costs, it, it really works against, um, you know, the, the model that the USL is trying to build. We're fortunate that in the southeast here, there continues to be good, strong growth where the travel burden is less burdensome than getting on a jet flying everywhere. I think it's why you see so much success in Europe. Uh, nobody has to get on a plane uh, in England. You can literally uh, get on a bus, play, and, and come home. And I, there's a lot to be said for that because um, not just the health and welfare of the players, but again, we're trying to run a profitable profitable company and if if we can minimize losses by uh not having to pay expensive travel fees it just helps and at the same time you look out west and you you see tucson who was one of the the members that's been here and tucson now is getting some dance partners in colorado and central valley i think it helps them out as well as the league continues to work its way west you know you look at it from the flip side with a the tucson they're having the same kinds of issues it's just that they don't have any dance partners and the league is helping them out there what has surprised you the most as 
Chattanooga Red Wolves have grown into year four? Has this what's the what's the thing that you sit there and go, man? I look back at day one and now we're here, and I didn't expect this or I didn't see this coming. Has there been something that's been that much of a surprise? I think there's two main things where I I look at it. You know, I started when we started, so we're we're I and the Red Wolves are going into our fourth year. And as I as I hit the rewind button and go, man, what's this going to look like in 2022? The first thing is the level of play. It is good. The soccer is is well, it's beyond good. It's great. Um, I think there's this still this misnomer that uh, the the gap between championship and League One is uh, you know big. I, I completely disagree. I think. That's just a U.S. soccer definition based on a market size, Division Two or Division Three. But the soccer is incredible. The players are good, and that that surprised me in a very good way. And the second thing is the fact that I'm sitting in a, an executive suite uh, in a stadium on land that had nothing on it just 24 short months ago, and it continues to to impress me. So, uh, look, we're beyond what I could have ever anticipated where we would be, and. It, now my expectations are even higher um, and look forward to seeing where we are in even just a few short months when we kick off. President and GM of the Chattanooga Red Wolves, Sean McDaniel hanging out with us here for a soccer down here 1v1 for another couple of minutes. And I, uh, this is the other question that I like to ask leading into things. I know that there's a to-do list. I don't know if you've got it on your phone or if it's on a, a magnet board on your fridge or off to your left or your right as you and I are talking. But What's the next thing that you think you can check off of that to-do list as you're getting ready for 22? Well, you know, it's interesting too, John, as we, as we are running a soccer enterprise, um, we, we have more seats to sell. We have more beer to serve. We have more sponsors to get. So when we have our strategic planning meeting with our front office on Monday and we sit down and go, here's what we did last year and here's what we want to be this year. It, we want to double. We want to double in everything, double in our season ticket sales, double in our capacity, double in our um, uh, sponsor sales. Those are real attainable numbers because now we have the assets to do so. And that's really the, the, the benchmark for us is to let's hit our stride. And this is the year to hit our stride because as more and more continues to be built out, the more and more or easier and easier, if you will, it becomes to, to create something even better than the day before. So for us, it, let's double. Let's, let's take this thing from, you know, second gear into fifth and, and get on the highway and, and let's go. And you mentioned building out. And this is one of the other things that I didn't want to let pass in this 1v1 is I wanted to catch up with you about USLW and, US, and USL League 2 and all the other aspects that the Red Wolves are, are locked into when it comes to the growth of the USL as an entity and the growth of the Red Wolves as a franchise and an entity as well. What's the, the updates and the, the expectations for, for W and League 2 and all the other tentacles that you guys have going on right now? Well, again, it's a credit to Bob Martino, the owner of the club, in that he he really wasn't interested in just dipping his toe in the water, so to speak. But if we're going to do it, let's go all in and do it. And so when, when we talk about the League Two teams, Park City, Utah, and Dalton, Georgia, uh, look, we just announced a couple days ago a young man we've signed out of Park City that came through our League Two channels. One of our, our players uh, out of contract now, Jonathan Ricketts. Um, came up through the Dalton Red Wolves, signed with the first team on his first professional contract. That fits that perfect 
narrative that the USL is selling out there, which we agree with the path to pro the women. I mean, what can you say about that? They launched the super league, which will come into play in 2023. So again, a great way to, to in, gauge our fan base for more Red Wolves branded soccer is, well, let's jump in with the W League and they'll play here at the stadium. And yeah, we realize that it's a limited amount of games, but as far as the pinnacle of women's soccer is concerned, we got it. This is it. And uh, all it does is add to and enhance the, the entire brand and really the, the product we put in the stadium and around the stadium. And the dedication to craft as well, considering that you, you're understanding your growth, your own growth, and the growth of USL as well. And I think that that's key to this whole process as well, is that you're seeing franchises inside the USL sit there and it's like, okay, we can continue to build our community internally and build the soccer community as well in our footprint by doing all of these different things because we know the impact it can have, not just on the field, but in the community as well. Well, and, and even beyond that, just the optics of uh, – a brand new development on the side of I-75 uh, was done with intent. Uh, we, we want people to, to drive by and see this um, spectacular billboard, if you will, of a, of a $200 million real estate development. So when you, when you build that around the soccer arm that, that we call the Red Bulls, uh, it, all it does is uh, it enhances what we're already doing. All right. I know that there are some tryouts coming up around the corner for, if I'm not mistaken, USLW and for that part of the, the franchise. Time for the promo. What else is going on? What the folks need to know about that's going on? Because the season will be here before we know it. Well, John, probably, again, the, the bigger piece is the, the ticket sales. We've already exceeded our ticket season ticket sales from last year before the season's even started. So we're trending the right way and uh so people people that want to come watch the red bulls play and the lady red bulls play now's the time to go ahead and, and get your seat and and make sure you get it uh you know i i think as a soccer fan which i'm as much as it as i am a, a general manager i can't wait to watch us play like i'm really excited about what coach oblate is putting on the field and um i think we're going to be very entertaining we were entertaining last year but i I can't believe I'm saying it, but I think it would be even more entertaining this year. It, it's, it's worth the price of admission. And follow up on all the social medias. Make sure that you're liking, friending, and being part of the conversation. I think it's, it's Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, I think. Am I, yes. Okay. So am I missing any of the media that are social? You're, you're asking someone who social media has you and me uh, both. completely missed us. But it, from what I'm told uh, from my kids, uh, we're, we're good. We're, we're on all the appropriate uh, channels where fans can find us. You got it right there with you, brother. As always, President and GM of the Chattanooga Red Wolves and USL League One, Sean McDaniel. Sean, thanks for hanging out with us for a 1v1. We'll catch up with you very soon because the season will be here before you know it. Thank you, John.